This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. And this is Mike, and you can find me at I am Mike White on Twitter. And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. We could do different intro music for this one. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying. No, or not. Nah. It's whatever. Uh, Tiny, so- kick off Doug. I can't remember the... Is that all? I think there's more in the middle. So I was finally... Anyway. <laughs> I was finally ready to admit that the new Ninja Turtles trailer looks stupid. I saw your like Facebook I, post. Yeah, I didn't want to be. I, I didn't want to come out and and hate on it like everybody else did. I like to give everything its fair chance. But uh, watching the last trailer with all with all the Ninja Turtleness in it, I I just don't like it. Really? Are you as bothered by the the look of the turtles as everyone else is or is it just more no as as everyone else is no definitely not i'm bothered a little i don't like that um raphael's got the whole head bandana that drives me nuts that's kind of like the next mutation type of thing um they look a little weird the lips are weird the nose is weird they're they're massive but I, i don't know that i i think it's uh They've changed so much from the original drawings. I, th- I think it's okay to leave it up for a little interpretation. Okay. Nice. I'm worried about the the movie, the yeah. composition of the film, uh, the dialogue in the trailer just sounds terrible. It just sounds awful. Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Michael Bay movie, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, very well could be. Who knows? So I don't know. I'll I'll, of course, see it. I just also posted to Facebook that I bought the first, uh, my first action figure from the movie. I bought the Raphael action figure, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll surely be collecting all the rest. <laughs> nice. But uh, been- we'll see how the movie is. I don't know. Yeah. What did you make of the? I haven't seen it yet, but the. Uh, hang on, sorry, I have to cough. <coughs> um, what did you make of this uh, Shredder Splinter? Still, that they released. I haven't seen it, but I know that on the uh, kind of Epic Show podcast they were talking about that. Yeah, well, they're in the trailer pretty he- okay. pretty heavily, mm-hmm. and you kind of get a pretty good look at them. Uh, it's I don't know, it's kind of over the top. Again, it's not it's not the look that bothers me. I I, I think it'll be all right. I just think it's going to be a bad movie. Okay, yeah, that's but nice. here we go. Here's this for a transition. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also uh another thing that I've kind of like built up defenses for is I don't let things ruin my childhood. Speaking of our childhood, <laughs> what's our topic for discussion today, Matt? Um, Nickelodeon in the 90s. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but it basically, like Nickelodeon shows just defined my childhood. Yeah. And I think it's pretty safe to say that it's that's uh, similar to pretty much everyone in our, our age bracket. Yeah. What's what's this Nick Nickelodeon? What is son know. of a bitch? <laughs> uh, a Nickelodeon is an old movie projector. <laughs> uh, watch movies. Um, 
You know, I've been reading a lot of stuff lately about this ridiculous boom in 90s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I've read it on the good and I've read it on the bad, like why we love the 90s so much. And was it another great generation? You know how there was the greatest generation. And it's another, like, it's the last best decade we had. And that's true for a couple of things. Um, but it is interesting. We're so nostalgic for the 90s. And it really wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. Hmm. It really wasn't. Uh, I think it's kind of funny. I mean, I don't want to say that we're better than the greatest generation, but come <laughs> on, we had the Rugrats. So, oh, careful. I th- I think the, nostal- the nostalgia is just a symptom of the internet because yeah. everyone's like, hey, remember this? And you can instead of saying just saying it, you can put it on the internet and then it goes viral. And yeah, that's true. I think it's just a symptom of that, really. That's true. Yeah. Will we have – oh, I watched the uh, – by the way, I watched the I Love the 2000s from VH1. Well, I should say uh, I watched two episodes of it and couldn't stand it. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, it was awful. It was just not funny, and that's, is, that's, the, that's the biggest sin it could commit. It's not funny at all. Is that a recent thing that they just, that they just did? I've, I've seen yeah, it was all, it. all last week Okay. Huh. Uh, at the time of recording, by the way. So. Right, right. Recording on my birthday, by the way. Yeah, happy birthday. I Thank meant to say you. that. I'm 28. And that kind of brings us back to the actual conversation of the, the topic that, like, I was thinking about how when I was eight years old, I was all like, oh, I can't wait two more years and I get double digits and all that. Mm-hmm. And then at the time, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and at the time, like, I was really into Nickelodeon stuff because I was eight years old. And then I was thinking about that this morning. And I was like, that was two decades ago. That was 20 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. It's just it's it's weird. So what um if you guys can remember, what was your first uh exposure to Nickelodeon? I have no Do you guys remember your first experience at all? No idea whatsoever. Um Matt? I really don't. I, I would think that would be kind of universal because yeah. typically you're exposed to it when you're a child and you don't even know Oh, I know it. I I know the really? day. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've had it. Uh <laughs> What's that? Have at it. What? What is it? Well, um, my cousins lived in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and I lived in Chicago, Illinois. And when I was living in the city in downtown, oh, we didn't have cable. We didn't have cable till we moved to the suburbs when I was like eight. Okay. Uh, and so maybe a year before that, I was seven, maybe two years. So between the age of six and seven. So this is like 92 or 93. Uh, I went to visit my cousins, and they had a neighbor who was about my age. So I went over to his house, and while the parents were hanging out, uh, they had cable. So I watched Nickelodeon, and the first thing I ever saw was was a couple of Rugrats episodes. And it blew my mind. I loved it so much. <laughs> and I remember um, every time we would visit there, I would just want to see Rugrats again. So I would sit through like a whole Saturday or Sunday watching Nickelodeon, <laughs> waiting for Rugrats to come on. Uh, and then when we finally moved to the suburbs and we got cable, the first thing I watched was, uh, was Nickelodeon. That's nice. awesome. That's, and that makes sense. I understand. Like, cause I didn't, cause I, I we always, uh, I think we always pretty much had cable. I forgot that it was. Cable. Oh, did you? Did you always have cable? Is that you, you always had it. You never had to worry about it. <laughs> no, I know we didn't because I remember there were times where I wanted to watch stuff from Nickelodeon, huh. but we didn't have cable. That's weird. But I, just, I completely forgot that it was a cable channel until just now. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just yeah. Yeah. Oh huh. yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I loved it. man. Just like we we made a list. Like Mike, you made the list. 
of all the shows that we're hopefully going to get to. Um, and it was just... I watched all of them. I watched the good shows and the bad shows. Yeah. I made actually two lists we should <laughs> mention. I made a must-discuss list, uh, and hopefully we'll get to some of those, and a could-discuss list. Mm-hmm. Now, I imagine we won't get to those unless unless we do uh, s- through some other means. Right. But um, let me go through the list just to put those out there. Uh, 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd. I think it was only on for like a season. The Angry Beavers was pretty good. Oh, yeah. The Animorphs TV series. Oh, I could, talk, that I could talk a lot about that because I loved the books. But Okay, then maybe we'll move that to the must-discuss. Well, maybe because um, I, I only watched like one episode. And it was kind of a go, uh, uh, Goosebumps kind of thing where I was like, oh, I like the books, so why do I need a show to... Yeah, that's true. Blues Clues was huge, but I, I think we were just a year or two too old for it. Yep. So... Um, Cat Dog. I remember Cousin Skeeter was part of their weekly lineup. Uh, hey Dude was on there, which is a favorite of a lot of people. But what I remember of Hey Dude <laughs> is that uh, my babysitter would let us watch Nickelodeon for a while, uh, and for they had Salute Your Shorts, which is in a must, which is in the must discuss oh, yeah. list. Mm-hmm. They had Salute Your Shorts on, uh, and then like one week they switched up the lineup, and I remember being so pissed that they substituted Hey Dude for when Salute Your Shorts was supposed to be on. Hmm. Huh. That's you have such a vivid memory of Nickelodeon. I do. I do. <laughs> awesome. Can't help it. I love it. Um, the Kablam. There's the Mystery Files of Shelby Woo, which was part of the the the. Um, the all week lineup they had. Do you guys remember Haymac, Haymac, Kablam, Rats, Woo? Do you guys remember that commercial? That's gibberish to me. (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) Nope, nothing. (laughs) Haymac, Haymac, Kablam, Rats, Woo was a, uh, was a, uh, promotion they did where like every day of the week at, eight o'clock or whatever mm-hmm. seven eight central eight seven central they would have a, a new episode monday was hey arnold uh tuesday was secret secret world of alex mack wednesday was hey arnold thursday was uh, alex mack and friday was a new episode of kablam saturday was uh, a new episode of rugrats which took place during snick and then shell the mystery fires files of shelby woo was on sunday wow huh I love wow. this stuff, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I've been wow. waiting for this tell. episode forever. <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, and then there's Nick Arcade, Rocket Power. Rocket Power was like the last of the shows I cared anything about before I was too old for Nickelodeon altogether. Uh, there was a show called Wienerville. Do you guys remember Wienerville? Nothing. No. It was kind of like a, like people would put their heads through puppet f- stages and like uh, do skits as with like giant heads and small bodies and sometimes they would do games like you you would be you'd have to i don't know flip so many hamburgers or something like that with <laughs> your little mini hands it was stupid huh. uh and then what would you do is another game show and then the wild thornberries which is around the same time as rocket power also toward the end so i just wanted to put those could discuss we might touch on those later um but but those are there i so. need to do some googling yeah, <laughs> your description yeah. of Wienerville sounded like a like a remnant from the Soviet Union or something. <laughs> oh, it's something else. Uh-huh. I I highly suggest checking it out. Uh-huh. It's definitely a WTF kind of show. Okay. Yeah, nice. Um, but I think we should start with like, what were your favorites? Man, uh, it's like asking me what my favorite breath of air is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I mean, I. Man, I love Nick, but I, I have such a terrible memory for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so mm-hmm. wasted back then all the time. Where are you, where are you guys? How do you, where do you guys stand with SpongeBob? I missed the boat on it. I was not. A lot of people love it. Like, like they really do. It's a huge hit, and I'm like, it was kind of it grew in popularity. Like right as I was exiting the whole, like okay, I'm kind of done with Nickelodeon cartoon yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, um, same here. So yeah, it was for young kids and their parents, and we were neither. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you had cousins that were young, you could you could enjoy it vicariously through them. So that's kind of yeah. what I did a little yeah. bit. Um, but that's the extent, and it's a good show. Like the stuff yeah. I've seen, it's it's enjoyable. And looking at the list, I I would imagine I'm not sure. I don't have the numbers with me. I would imagine it's the most successful Nickelodeon show. I think so. Probably that's fair to say, yeah. right? Yeah. So much so that. If you were talking about Nickelodeon shows and you think SpongeBob, you would say, "Oh, that was on Nickelodeon." It almost right. like transcends the channel. Totally, totally. It, it was the most uh, widely accepted into pop culture of any of the shows. Yeah, absolutely. Not, not just kid culture, pop culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, so we got that one out of the way. <laughs> uh, we know, Matt, that you love all that, if only yes. for Good Burger. Right, right. Which I was thinking we could do a whole separate episode for like Nick Nickelodeon movies. We could, um, we could, but do we, we want to? Maybe eventually. I'll put it on the list. I'm sure you. Let's will. talk about I'll, Snick. I'll sneak it in. <laughs> we'll start with Snick. All right. Yes. So run us down. What all was on Snick? Uh, Snick was the Saturday night, you know, lineup of shows, and it changed all the time. The two staples, though. Well, the one staple uh, was all that. All that was was always on SNCC. Um, and then it kind of revolved. They did um, Are You Afraid of the Dark was a SNCC show. Oh, uh, and then all that started. And then after a while, it was also Keenan and Kel. Um, the first one, uh, Cl- Clarissa Explains It All was on there. And the Ren and Stimpy show was on there as well. The For me, the, the lineup I remember the, the most was probably um, – like Rugrats, all that, and Keenan and Kel, and then Kablam or something like that. Or uh, late in the '90s was Rugrats, all that, Keenan and Kel, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? You know, I can't even remember what was Kablam. Kablam was uh, animated sketches. It was it was uh, composed of animated sketches, and um, there was one like Prometheus and Bob, and I don't know. It was an okay show. That's why I put it on the maybe discuss list. Right. I've I've I don't remember it at all. <coughs> yeah, me either. Weird. Huh. Maybe hmm. if I I think a lot of these are going to be like, well, maybe if I saw like some a snippet of it I'd be like, "Oh yeah." But, now we remember all that though, right? Oh yeah. Oh totally. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um yeah. To me, that's probably the most important one. Like if I'm looking at the list and I'm not just saying favorites, because I have other favorites, but mm-hmm. uh, all that was it. It, it was like um, it was like Kitty SNL, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we talked about that. In, what episode was that? Well, I think it was nostalgia, nostalgia TV. Nostalgia. Yeah. 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 But it totally was, and it it actually had uh, a similar effect to like SNL, but for kids. You know, when you went to school, yeah. you would talk about it. Oh yeah, the the funny sketches and stuff like that. So absolutely, everybody had impressions of all the different characters and stuff. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys know or buy into any of those Rugrats theories? Uh, like what? Well, 
there's the main theory, the main theory that uh, like none of the kids actually existed uh, and that oh, Angelica yeah. was just insane. <laughs> I love those kind of theories. And there's one that's <laughs> that there's a theory that Tommy Pickles is a time lord. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which clearly, like that one, clearly the the creators of the show were just fans of Doctor Who. And they just, I think they put that stuff in Rugrats to like hint at things like this. Obviously yeah. they weren't going for it, but they put it in there just for fun, I think. Right. Um yeah. I think I think that's what that is. Do you think there's any truth to the to the uh the Rugrats theory though, where Angelica is uh, it's all in our imagination. Uh, here it is. Chucky died in 1986 along with his mother, and that's why Chaz is a nervous wreck all the time. Mm-hmm. Tommy was born in 1988, but he was a stillborn, and that's why Stu is constantly in the basement making toys for the son who never had a chance to live. <laughs> yeah. Oh the DeVilles had an abortion in 1990, and Angelica couldn't figure whether it would be a boy or a girl, <laughs> thus creating the twins. <laughs> Oh my! Isn't that God. weird? That I is... I love it so much. I love stuff like this. I had no yeah. idea people analyzed Rugrats so, <laughs> yeah. so deeply. I know yeah. that there's there's no way that it was a conscious effort by the creators. Obviously, yeah. But... There's also another a, a buddy of mine kind of got in a little a little spat about it, and I sin- had since apologized. Uh, but he talked about there was Doctor Lipshits mm-hmm. who was named purposefully because everything he said was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Everything from his lips was bullshit. That's <laughs> yeah. how I, in my def, well, what I said was that it was purely coincidence. He said it's just a theory. I don't know. I don't. I uh. feel like that that may have been a conscious thing. That because there's a couple other a couple other character names I can't remember. Like just side characters in like one or two episodes that kind of have those kind of names. Yeah, yeah, that's memorable for me because my pediatrician was named Doctor Leapshoots. Huh. Lipshits, Leapshoots. He... I think I used to call him. Lip shits all the time. That's awesome. When I was a, a real young rub rat. What was it? Leap shoots? Leap shoots. Leap shoots. Did he shoot uh, any leaps? I'm so I sorry. I'll you. edit that out. Yeah. That's <laughs> very anti-Semitic of you, Matt. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Do you guys uh, remember when E.G. Daly, E.G. Daly was the voice of Tommy Pickles, right? Yeah. Was uh, on Friends. Friends. Yeah, that tripped me out quite a bit. She played yeah. Phoebe's. I, it was weird. Like, I knew it right away because her voice is so recognizable. Absolutely. Whoa, how did I not know about this? Yeah, she played Phoebe's former uh, uh, musician partner. Yeah. <coughs> hmm. I don't know. She's the one. She took, she took uh, Smelly Cat to the charts. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> wow. That bitch. <laughs> That's wild. Good old TV. Have you have you guys gone back to watch any of his shows and been disappointed? You know, sort of. Well, I don't know. Um, I basically like like because I have I, I have my nephews. Um, I hang out with them a lot, and I basically kind of forced them to watch Rugrats because I okay. want to impart in them that kind of thing. Um, yep. <clears throat> and they like it, but I watched it and I, like. Rugrats di- didn't really get old for me. Uh, I-, I I like it just as much as I. Well, I like it. Um, it mm. ages well for me. <laughs> so it's funny. I uh, I have not revisited any of this stuff. Um, kind of feel bad, but uh, I don't know. I just haven't. I don't. Hmm. There's no reason particularly. And it's kind of hard to come by. It is true. Yeah. Uh, some of them yeah. They uh, two of was it Doug and Rugrats uh, like two summers ago. Well, two years ago. Was on Netflix for a, for a couple months. I don't think Doug ever was, was it? 
I want to say it was, but I could be wrong. I hope not, because I'd be really upset if I missed the boat on that. It's strange, mm-hmm. and it's strange that they're only up there temporarily. Like, leave them up, man. People are gonna yeah. watch them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could get they can make a killing off of like streaming whatever if they could work out a deal with Nickelodeon. Like, hey, give us all your stuff, and we'll throw it on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, who knows? I I wonder if they've I wonder what the numbers for the Power Rangers streaming uh, is. <laughs> on netflix yeah that stuff did not age well at all no oh my gosh i i feel like i've said on the podcast before i was so angry i was so so angry to watch power rangers <laughs> um the reason i asked is because i watched the the hey arnold i i don't think it's a christmas special but it takes place during christmas and it's when um oh shit, helga uh helga pataki wants the nancy spumoni snow boots Okay. And Arnold and Gerald have to like buy gifts for all their friends, uh, and so he uh, Arnold wants to find like the last gift, but um, oh, what is it? Helga like wants to buy the Nancy Spumoni snow boots, and then like gives them to Arnold or something so he can give it. I don't know. It's it's heartwarming, and I remember like that wasn't as good as I remember it being. I tried to watch a couple of Hey Arnold episodes, and it was. It was very slow and very odd. Huh, that's too bad. Yeah. But I guess that's kind of the case for a lot of these shows. Like, if you watched... I mean, we all know the Ren and Stimpy show is odd, but, like, Rocco's yeah. Modern Life, I think that was pretty odd, too. It was. And Doug? You know, Rocco's Modern Life is a show that people loved so much, mm-hmm. but I just... I don't know if I ever really connected to it, because I, I was more a Rugrats and Doug kind of kid, and... Yeah. It was just kind of like, oh, Rocco's Modern Life is pretty cool, but I mean, he's not a baby. Um, <laughs> he he's not Quail yeah. Man, so I don't know. What was the appeal of Rocco's Modern Life for everyone? I know that there was kind of this subtle kind of um, commentary or whatever, this subtle humor uh, yeah. in it. For adults, I don't know, it was but... the it was the weirdness, like you said, it was the subtlety. It was like Ren and Stimpy light. Like if yeah, you like was... the weirdness of Ren okay. and Stimpy, but not the grossness of it, Rocco was for you i never made that connection that's exactly what i was gonna say that's so weird (laughs) seriously funny yeah yeah it's that makes sense now to me because i was not a fan of ren and stimpy and uh maybe i felt that because anime animation was pretty similar right uh actually it was more similar to uh more similar it was (laughs) yeah it was more similar to to like rugrats yeah oh huh yeah. Well, there goes that theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. I liked Rocco as well, but I don't remember why. <laughs> I liked. His I loved accent. it. It was one of my favorites. Yeah. I what liked was his, his dog's accent. name? I don't remember. Did he have a dog? He I did have a dog. His dog's name was Spunky. Spunky. There you Spunky. go. Huh? And he had the Australian accent stuff. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot. I loved that show. Oh, My brother and I watched it often. Yeah. I'm going to check to see if you put a certain show on the list, Mike, and I don't think you did. Uh-oh. Um, did you? Hang on. No, you didn't. Wow. Okay. Um, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh, how did I miss that? I know, right? You put it on there. No, yeah, it's on the list. It's number two. Oh, sh- crap. I'm stupid. Um, mm-hmm. 
Do you want to edit that all out? <laughs> no, I want people to know that I'm stupid. Oh, well, you don't have to do that. Okay. So I noticed that you put as number two The Adventures <laughs> of Pete and Pete because I'm very, very perceptive to things that you do and say for e- the podcast. Yeah. Um, Speaking of weird, right? How weird was Pete and Pete? Oh, but how great was it, though? It, it, um, fantastic. <laughs> didn't watch it at all. Really? I know zero, really? zero wow. about it. Absolutely nothing about it. <laughs> that one is um, a lot of people cling to that show, and mm. I think it's because it's weird. I remember the one where um, Little Pete hears the song in the garage, the garage band, okay. and he like spends a bunch of time trying to go find that band. Huh. That's funny. That's funny that you th- like that. The, that's the one that. Yeah. You at that remember. time, I had no idea I would be in a band. Right. Thank yeah. you, Jade. Um. <laughs> No, that's interesting. The one that I kind of connect to, and I remember two of them, actually. One is where Little Pete uh, tries to break the world record for staying up the longest amount of time. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought that that was awesome because I loved staying up all night, which, you know, <laughs> I didn't know at the time that I would be a security guard or a night shift security guard. Yeah. But um, And then the other one is where I think the older Pete, Big Pete, I guess. Or yep. wait, which one is Little Pete and Big Pete? The younger Pete. The little Pete, Pete is the young one. Okay. He's little. Danny okay. Tamborelli. There you go. So the other one, he is he's freaking out because he doesn't know uh how to how to have a conversation when he's getting a haircut. Um ha, that's me. Yeah, you, <laughs> you told I us. don't know how to I hate having conversations <laughs> when I'm getting a haircut. Yeah, you told us an anecdote about that. Yeah. 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 Like with me, it's like uh, that episode. It, it was. It was that. He, I think it was Pete and Pete. But uh, the the barber, he wasn't communicative. He wasn't. He wasn't a conversationalist. So he would try to start a conversation with him, but it would always lead nowhere. While he's getting his haircut, and it was awkward. So then he finally figured out that he like the the like the end of it was that he figured out that the topic that he needs to talk about is footwear. And, like, they end up talking for, like, hours, and, like, I guess he messes up all of his hair or something. <laughs> um, it's really goofy and really stupid, but I like that. That sounds like such an adult thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's almost Seinfeldian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A strange quirk. That really is a Seinfeld kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Huh. Totally. Totally. Huh. I remember the uh, not-so-Seinfeldian, not-so-adult, there was the episode with Paper Cut. And it was this kid who only threw paper and rock, paper, scissors. Huh. Jeez. Wow. And, yeah. And uh, Little Pete went, had to take him down. I vaguely remember that. And I remember one where they worked at a pool or something. Maybe I'm thinking of something it's possible. Else. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I liked the show a lot. It was very offbeat, very strange. It had the nice little uh, kind of kind of narrative structure where the i the uh one of them was telling the story i guess um yeah so it's definitely from their perspective obviously yeah um i liked it a lot i and i don't think the dvds ever came out or i don't think i've been able to find no they did i've got the first one did it it get discontinued after that because i i I probably yeah okay yeah because that that's what it was they didn't they didn't really saw them because that's something i would check out yeah and we talked i think there's i think there's the first two seasons you can buy the first two seasons Okay. So were Pete and Pete friends? Or were no, they're brothers. brothers. So they're both named Pete, though. Yeah. Both, yeah. What's the story there? I don't know. Well, they never explained it? I don't. I don't I, they might have, but I don't remember it. 
their parents just suck. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Big Pete Wrigley and little Pete Wrigley. Wow. Yep. And he had a, a little Pete had a tattoo on his forearm named Petunia. That's right. Was this an animated show? No. Live action. No. And this kid had a tattoo. Yep. He did. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> I should seek the show out. <laughs> it was awesome. Like You should. It was great. People love that show. Yeah. The um what was it? Um uh, uh, the, the movie Snow Day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that basically, it was original. Did you ever see it, Tiny? I don't know. It had, Ch- Chevy Chase was in it, I think. Maybe I did. Um, yeah, Chevy Chase was the weather man. Yeah, yeah. And it basically, the whole movie just feels like a Pete and Pete episode. And it's right. because it was originally written as Pete and Pete canon or whatever but then they oh really yeah yep it was originally written as either an episode or as a full movie like a pete and pete movie but then something fell apart so then they just they kind of rewrote it as not pete and pete just different characters Um, that i didn't know yeah that's very cool and it's that's very cool trivia yeah i really wish i could find it like i would i've been meaning to buy it but it's kind of hard to come by i think or i just kind of got lazy but I would really like to see because it it's it's a by all accounts it's a pretty good movie for for a Nickelodeon movie. Hmm. Yeah, I remember enjoying it very much. Yeah, nice. What uh, I one of the shows I remember so much, or man, I can't even remember the title of it. What's the one about guts that was the 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 sh- the? Game? Well, there was Nickelodeon Guts early on, and then it became Global Guts. I think Global Guts is the one I watched. Right. Which one was the one where at the end there was like the big mountain they had to climb? Like the yeah, the crag. The, the crag. The, both yeah. of them, but ju- just the evolution of the show got bigger. But yeah, they had mm-hmm. they had to climb the crag, and then the yeah. aggro crag, and then the super mega aggro crag. Yeah. Jesus. Gosh, I remember that because every time I watched it, I was like, I would smoke those kids, man. <laughs> I'd be yeah. so good at climbing the crag. Yeah, me too. I, uh, my thing was always like I I could never. This is so xenophobic and just stupid. <laughs> like I I could never understand like why they always got foreigners on the show. I was like, this is an American <laughs> show. This is stupid. That's <laughs> awesome. so out of character for you, it Mike. Really I know you would think. Yeah. Usually that's me. <laughs> I'm pretty liberal, but uh, that's funny. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm a stupid yeah. kid. No, that's that's a part of being a kid. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The uh, sorry, the aggro crag seasons one through two, the mega crag in season three, and the super aggro crag in Global Guts. <laughs> awesome. Season Jesus. four, and it was hosted by Mike O'Malley. Mike O'Malley. You guys remember Mike O'Malley? Oh, I can never forget Mike O'Malley. I can. Um, I know the name. I can't place him. Every time you see him, he's wearing a hat. Yes, always, huh. always, 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 always. Even in bed on his sitcom, yep. uh, Yes Dear. <laughs> yep. When he was in, was he was on Yes Dear. <gasps> <coughs> I keep coughing. Uh, Michael Malley. I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, I assume he started losing his hair when he was younger, and it's like I wonder. I always wonder if like he has that built into his contract. <laughs> He's got to. He's got oh, to. Oh, Michael Malley. Okay. I think there was a show huh. he was just on on like ABC, maybe. Um, I can't remember the network. Maybe it was CBS, but I think he wasn't wearing a hat on this because I would catch like snippets of it on DVR. And I was like, uh-huh. Michael Malley, he's not wearing a hat. It's crazy. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, he played <laughs> sorry, Kurt sorry. on Glee. He played his dad. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hmm. Anyways, those are the shows I remember. It was a good show. <laughs> I remember somebody, I was talking about it with some friends, 
and uh, we were having a good laugh. Again, man, me me being xenophobic and misogynistic, <laughs> uh, the girls were always terrible on the yes, show. Yes, they were. <laughs> Oh, and you feel yeah. bad. I'm, I'm not saying girls are bad at sports. Most girls are better at sports than I am. Uh, but on this show, for whatever reason, they got the, the girls who were not great. Good thing they didn't get them to drive on there. Am I right? Because <laughs> girls can't gr- drive. Anyone? Guys? Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, massage Just me. kidding. All right. Check that out. All right. Anyway. All right. <coughs> Alienate our female listenership. All three of them. Um... <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a misogynist. I. You know. Sure, you're not. I'm not. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, so that's awkward. Let's uh, move on. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Most people loved. Are you afraid of the dark? Did you guys like? Are you afraid of the dark? I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved it pretty hard. It was uh, so great. I loved the whole idea of, um. People, the the kids were getting together. First of all, it's kind of a weird concept. Oh, okay, these kids are in the middle of the night, in the middle of a wooded area with a campfire. Where the hell are their parents? <laughs> all that stuff. But <clears throat> okay, what kind of childhood did you have? <laughs> like where that didn't happen to you? I don't know. I had parents that were worried about where I'd go. I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe it's because uh, the name of the the group was the Midnight Society. I always thought, like, oh, are they there at midnight? What the fuck? Ah, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. That is, that's, well, that's strange, <laughs> being there at midnight. That's, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's just something that just my brain interpreted it that way. But I just loved the whole concept of them, like, telling stories. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, even at an early age, I was like, I like writing stuff. And I want to make friends, like, create friends instead of making them in real life. And that's why I'm socially awkward now. That's so sad. Um, it is. <laughs> And that's not that's not true. I'm being I'm being being facetious, but yeah. I like I like telling stories and all that stuff and letting my imagination run wild. And I like seeing those kind of things in the show where it's like that's one of the reasons why I also gravitated to Doug a little bit. Um, and we'll get to that later. But I just liked the whole idea of them telling stories and them letting their it was a, it was a good way for them. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm basically saying that it was cool to see a show take on children's imagination and let that steer the narrative in a way that uh, it kind of spoke to me, I guess. Nice. Huh. That's a good description. Yeah. yeah. That's um, good. There are two things that I remember most from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because I didn't love it as much as everyone else did. I liked really? it, didn't love it. Hmm. Uh, there was the little boy who was a ghost, and he just wanted his jacket, and he would always say, I'm cold. <laughs> and then there was the the virus who came out of the computer into the real world, and I remember huh. that was incredibly terrifying. Huh. I don't remember that one. And was there also one that was kind of like uh, Nosferatu or even more like Shadow of the Vampire where the vampire came out of the movie? Was that Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, That sounds right to me. Vaguely. I I don't know. I can't say with any certainty. Because for a long time, because of that episode, uh, I slept with one eye open. Like I fell asleep with one eye open. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so for, cool. I mean, several years, several years I did that. Wow. Huh. I, the episode that I remember, like the only episode was, uh, I think it was, are you, it was either Are You Afraid of the Dark or Goosebumps? I think it was okay. Are You Afraid of the Dark, where this kid is like obsessed with this pinball game, 
and he gets shrunk yeah. down and put into the pinball game, and he essentially, at the end, you find out that he's trapped there mm-hmm. forever. Do you guys huh. remember that at all? I think that's an Are You Afraid of the Dark. I think it is. That sounds right. I remember, like, I think we had that on VHS, <laughs> and I would watch. Uh-huh. I watched it like a hundred times because the ending just scared the crap out of me. That he was trapped inside a pinball game, which sounds ridiculous because you know physics <laughs> in reality. But I was, you know, at the time I was like, "Holy crap, that's scary!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember one episode where they, um, and this also spoke to me because, like I said, I like telling stories and stuff like that. But um, the the episode was about. Um, a kid who turned in a writing assignment and then he r- realized that the story was real um like like there were scenes of it was kind of the middle of the night and they the the teacher was like somewhere like at a at a mall or something somewhere at the school like overnight something uh reading it and uh like grading it and stuff and he's He's freaking out. Like him and his friend are going to try to stop her because they're like it's affecting their lives or something. Hmm. Um, I can't remember anything more about it, but I thought that that's that's a really clever premise for a show for kids. Yeah, I remember thinking it at the time. (coughs) Smart show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Canadian show too. Oh, (laughs) Uh, never mind. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Go back in earth. Again, um, with the misogyny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Xenophobia. But no, uh, no, uh, it was a good show. I loved it. I loved it a lot. Um, yeah, so. Good one. <laughs> um, the one that I've kind of been saving to talk about because it was my favorite is Salute Your Shorts. Oh, nice. Totally. Did you guys watch Salute Your Shorts? Sounds oh, like yeah. It. I didn't watch it as much as you guys probably did, but. I do remember one episode where uh, some one character was trying to like fake being sick or something, uh-huh. and like he had a thermostat, like the like they were taking his temperature, and like he put it like under his armpit or something <laughs> to make it to make him like the the temperature go up, and I was uh-huh. like, I'll have to remember that. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, the what I remember most about that one is uh, the terrifying terrifying absolutely terrifying zeke the plumber wow do you guys remember the zeke the plumber episode very very vaguely like that sounds really really familiar yeah so uh zeke the plumber i don't remember if it originated like they were pranking somebody but zeke the plumber got his nose blown off or something like that basically it was a it was a scary episode okay and uh and so, like, there's some switcheroo action, like, is it the counselor or is it actually the ghost of Zeke the Plumber? And uh, so I, I highly recommend if you don't know who Zeke the Plumber is, go ahead and Google it while you're listening to this, listeners. Uh, and I really want to be Zeke the Plumber for Halloween one year. In fact, <laughs> it's the only, only I've actually bought the episode of, on iTunes. It's one of the only oh, wow. shows I've ever purchased on iTunes is uh, that one episode of Salute Your Shorts. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. To be honest, I don't know how the rest of it holds up. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Is that oh, terrifying? Wow. Holy yeah. crap. I remember it now. Me too. There you oh, go. Oh, man. That's so creepy. That is nuts. That's, that's for you guys. Oh. There's a whole BuzzFeed article, the 15 things you need to know about Zeke the Plumber. <laughs> <laughs> Good old BuzzFeed. Wow. <laughs> Zeke the Plumber. Yeah. 
Oh, it's terrifying. So it was. That was scary. Why, <clears throat> why don't? Why isn't that burned into my memory? Yeah. Huh. I think it. I think it was buried in mine. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Jeez. Yep. So yeah, I I remember watching the heck out of that show, but I I do not remember specifics for some reason. Um, I just remember in the credits they would literally like tie a pair of shorts to the flagpole. Yep. <laughs> and reel Camp it up. On Awana, we hold you in our hearts, <laughs> and when we think about you, it, it makes me wanna fart. fart. Ah, that's awesome. It's I yeah. hope we never part. Now get it right and pay the price. Oh <laughs> so many memories right uh, then. So yeah. much. Good job, Mike. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it uh that was it was really great. It was good, but I I don't know why I didn't connect to it that much. Uh cuz I watched a little bit of it a fair amount, but it wasn't like like when I think Nickelodeon, a lot of people think Salute your shorts. That's one on the short list of things that they remember. But when I think of it, I think of Rugrats and Doug. So I don't know. <clears throat> was there... Um, I feel like I remember a character who would always do impressions. Kind of a staple of huh. comedy shows like this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, on like Salute a, your shorts? There was like a black girl who would always do impressions. Huh. I remember her doing uh, doing Arnold Schwarzenegger from The Terminator. Was it ZZ Ziff? Maybe. She was one of the characters. I can't remember. It's been so. She was kind of the sporty one. Yeah, I think that was her. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, and Sponge was the nerd character. (laughs) It's it's funny the things you remember from the show. Because I can't remember any of that. Yeah. Wow. Seek Hmm. the plumber memories. So yeah, that was a good show. I liked it. Um, can we talk about Doug now? (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Huh. Um. Coughing all the time. I hate it. Hey, Matt. Um, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I loved it. I loved Doug. And it kind of goes back to what I said about um, uh, that one show with the kids. Um, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Is that like he's he's kind of a nerdy. He's a nerdy guy. He's kind of, you know, and like like in my childhood, I was like kind of kind of nerdy, kind of kind of not really that sociable like i was socially awkward from the womb pretty much you mean you were um, what, do you, what do you mean were? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no nah, basically like i was born and then the doctor was like or like uh i don't know i'm trying to make a joke about me being really awkward when i was a kid yeah was that just, fell to pieces yeah. speaking of which trying to be so awkward. now <laughs> so now we have this no but um yeah so he was kind of i don't know something about it just i, I really liked uh, a lot because he was kind of he was in his head a lot and he yeah he was it was it was kind of kind of cool i liked it he had an alter ego he I mean, did what's not to like yes. he did quail uh man. i was actually quail man for halloween 2000 huh. no no huh. that's not true halloween 2002 please tell me you have pictures 2001 i do there is one picture nice. we'll have to post that on the facebook page yep we yeah. absolutely can <clears throat> nice but uh, so everybody remembers good old Patty Mayonnaise. Yeah. I mean, she was like, it's weird. I feel like she was my first exposure to like having a crush on a girl. Like, mm-hmm. not that I had a crush on an, on a freaking cartoon character. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just the idea of her was like something that I think pretty much any guy can relate to from their childhood. Yeah, just every guy had a girl they were they had a crush on. 
Yeah. For sure. And I feel like that, sure. show, that show was kind of my first exposure to that. A lot of people had multiple girls they had crushes on, Tiny. <laughs> multiple. Yeah. Multiple. I'm not bitter. It's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> bitter about what? That I, the, the cartoon characters <laughs> you were in love with didn't turn real? No, no, no. I was making another joke. Eh, never mind. Let's skip it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the second thing on your list was the Adventures of Pete and Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Are you done Uh, talking about Doug already? No, no, no. Doug was great. One of my favorite things about it was that there was an episode where he, like, he started mowing people's lawns for money. I remember that. Yeah, and I was like, he's making a lot of money. (laughs) He he really did. He did. He made he made a a bunch, and I was like, I could make money. And then I realized I would have to do work, and then you know. It was a harsh lesson. Um, yeah. Also, can we talk about uh, the Beats? Oh, I was gonna say I hate myself for not owning a Beats T-shirt. Yeah. 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 Me too. What was the song Doug played? Like banging on a banging on a trash can, drumming on a street light. You remember that? Uh, no. He like wrote his own vague song. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. That's funny. Everyone just remembers. It. I need more allowance or lay. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that was their big hit. That was. Wow. That was the beats. Yep. Was that was that Killer Tofu? Oh, that uh no, that was I Need More Allowance. Oh, okay. Well Killer Tofu is a different song. Okay. Ooh wee Yeah. Killer Tofu. Oh, wow. Uh <laughs> it's like all the songs involved yodeling to an extent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh and I forget, were fun. they like were they kind of described as like a British invasion band too? Oh, they, they were, were totally the Beatles. They yeah, were pl- playing that's the what Beatles, I th- yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, um, absolutely. That's so great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I loved the episode. My favorite episode, or at least the most memorable one, was um, where Patty Mayonnaise invited Doug over for dinner mm-hmm. uh, and told him that they were having liver and onions. Oh yeah, and he freaked out about heavily oh, having yeah. liver and onions. Yeah, right, because. <laughs> He hated liver and onions, and then so he finally tried them and found out that they weren't that bad. And when they got to her house, they were having, like, cheeseburgers or something yeah. like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. That, I didn't know it at the time, but I swear to God, that was, like, prophetic of my life. I was just about to say, that sounds like so many stories that Matt's told. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. He, he got so in his head about one thing, <laughs> yeah. and it ended up not being a thing. That is my life to a T. It is. Yep. Uh, and I love, wow. um, I love that they never got super sentimental on the show or super sappy. Like um, yeah. when Doug finds the envelope full of money, do you guys remember that? I think so. And he's debating yeah. what to do with it, and he finally takes it to I don't know, like the post office. He takes it somewhere, mm-hmm. somewhere near the place he found it, uh, and he's worried because he wants, of course, to keep the money and thinks maybe he'll get a reward. And it's an old lady's money, and she gives him a stick of gum. And just like the disappointment, like sometimes you just do the right thing because it's the right thing to do was awesome. What yeah. a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I I forgot about how that ended up. That was that was a good episode, yeah. And they kinda if I remember correctly, they kinda downplayed it like the lessons a lot in that show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the best parts about it. It was kind of subtext. <clears throat> yeah. The, plot, the the lessons were Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Show. Um, um, one of my first crushes actually was Larissa Olenek from the Secret World of Alex Mack. Oh, mine too. 
Yeah. I, I liked them all. Mike. I don't know what that is. I liked them all. Secret World of Alex Mack. Yeah, was... Alex Mack was played again by Larissa Olenek. Mm-hmm. She was a young girl who, like, her father worked for some corporation that dealt with toxic waste, something. Yeah. And it spilled on her, so she developed powers. That name sounds so familiar, Larissa. She was in 10 Things I Hate About You? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a look of just pure <laughs> like happiness just spread across Tiny's face. Marissa <laughs> she was hot. Is she was, yeah. Not uh, much older than us either. I mean she's, no, she was like our age. Yeah. Uh did you guys have a crush on Clarissa? Um a little bit, but it wasn't very hardcore. Yeah. It was anyway. so weird that uh why I just never I never really got into Melissa Joan Hart. That's what she said. Uh, I I don't know. I, like, what just, is happening on I this episode? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, like she seemed to be so popular. Like at, at for a while, like you couldn't. She was. You couldn't yeah. two hit shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. you couldn't pass any teen magazine without seeing her somewhere on. Oh, the she's cover. a phenomenon. Yeah, and yeah. I just never yeah. never was like a fan. I was like, whatever. I don't know why she's so popular. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I liked her brother Ferguson, who was like a staunch Republican, but he was like twelve. Was he? Was he always in like a suit and stuff? Yeah. Wow. I completely forgot about him until like two seconds ago. Well, you're welcome. Wow. Thank you. I could have taken the show to some dark places, like yeah, like Clarissa gets knocked up and she needs an abortion, and her but she has to have her brother drive her, but he won't do it because he's like such a hardcore Republican. Hmm. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone should buy the rights to I all missed that these one. shows. That's the Fox News version. Yeah. <laughs> someone should buy the rights to all these shows and then just make a modern, like, just really disturbing version of it. Like that or like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, get to work on it. And then really ruin our ch- uh, childhoods. <laughs> yeah. I've got fan fiction out the ass <laughs> for these guys. Um <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. Let's go. I so, feel like we. I feel like we uh, only touched on Rugrats. No. I think it deserves a little more credit. What uh, favorite episodes? Uh, there was the episode where they had like a toy, a toy robot or something that went like haywire or or something. It was like pretty much an evil toy that was trying to destroy them or something. So they mm. buried it. Or something. I can't remember the specifics, but I remember the ending of it was they were like it was like the end and then like you saw like a hand come up from the from the earth or something like that uh-huh. and then it said question mark. <laughs> oh weird. So, yeah, so for I just burped. <laughs> so for years I was like, when are they gonna have the second episode? <laughs> um and I would always pester my dad about it because, like, and that's another thing about Rugrats was that was kind of the like the show that me and my dad kind of bonded over a little bit. Um, hmm. So I have memories huh. of that. But it, yeah, it was just it was really cool, and I liked the um, uh, um, "It's a Wonderful Life" episode with Chucky. Wow, do you guys remember yep. that? No. Yep. Wow. Yep. Well, Tiny Chucky had an episode where he was really depressed or something. Uh, no, he ran away, and then it was like he had a fantasy where they they showed what his life would be like if he w- wasn't alive or something or wasn't around. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. you know they went some dark places. Huh. Um, I, you know, I 
I used to watch that show, but I wasn't like super into it. I don't really. I don't know. It's I, I, it's huh. a great show. I don't yeah, have any. Yeah. I can't say anything bad about <laughs> it. I just I don't know for some reason. I just can't really remember much of it. But uh, I remember the reptars, all the reptar stuff. Oh my god! Like, I want. They wanted to see like reptar on ice. Yes. And there were and like the reptar movie. Yeah, and there was like reptar uh, cereal and chocolate bars. Reptar bars. Reptar bars. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, <laughs> Grandpa loved. Uh, Fudgy dingling bars. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's some imagery. And I went through I went through a phase where like I think it was like right around the time like my my sister was like what was it? She was like she was really into cooking. My sister was, and she was all like doing all these weird things and stuff. And I was like, okay, for my birthday this year, you should make me reptar bars. Uh-huh. Uh and she never did. Ugh. Never did. Oh all right on that. So I'm gonna yeah. teach her kids how to cuss. <laughs> um. <laughs> I forget what was Reptar. Was that like a show? Was it a TV show? I think it was a TV show and then a movie in, yep. the, in the show. Okay, because uh, I remember yep. they went to that was it. They went to um the movie theater to see. I think Stu wanted to see the, the like kind of the Care Bears kind of thing. It was a different name. Oh, I remember that. And then the kids snuck out and tr- went to see Reptar, and that yes. was like. That was like profound for me because I was like, I love movies, and there I can see like the like they're showing like all like they're going through like the projector room and all that stuff, and I'm like, this is so fascinating because I don't know any of this. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you, Rugrats, for making me love movies. That's awesome. More, <clears throat> but yeah, and it's weird the level of, of adventure they went on as yeah. like one year olds. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, what in the world? And they would use like tools and stuff. Like Tommy always had the screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His Why? Sonic screwdriver. Sonic screwdriver. Yeah. Except he's uh-huh. a time lord. Yeah. Uh huh. I remember uh, like the Passover episodes because Tommy's father was Jewish, right? Wow. Yeah. 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 And so they would do like Hanukkah and and Passover specials, and I always thought that was pretty cool. Hmm. Man, I wish I could remember them. I had a, D, a a VHS copy of the Christmas special, or the Hanukkah special, and yeah. like it was one of those things where it was another thing that that was one of my first kind of uh, experiences with home video, because um, all these Nickelodeon shows, and I loved it because the the tapes were orange. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And it was yep. like it was like the coolest thing ever for, to me for some reason, um, and it was like. I would run those tapes to the ground, watching them over and over yeah, again. Yeah. Um, yeah. My copy of Harriet the Spy was orange. Harriet the yes. Spy. See, we yeah, need all to do the a, Nickelodeon movies were orange. We need to yeah. do an episode for Nickelodeon movies. Maybe. Um, but anyway, yeah, Rugrats was, was was the best. Did you guys watch any of the Rugrats movies? No. I think I watched the first one like when it aired on Nickelodeon. I, that's it. I don't know. I remember it being incredibly forgettable. Yeah, I don't. And I, don't I was also so. I had like grown out of the of the age demographic for that show. I uh, and I even grew out of it when all all growed up. Is it all growed up? Or yeah. Grown up? Were they in like junior high? It's all grown up. Oh wow, junior yeah. high. They're junior highs. They're junior high kids. Wow. Uh, and it was weird. It was. I think that was one of the. One of the shows that was on Disney, because I think Disney mm-hmm. did something where they got like, they got um, Rugrats and then they did All Grown Up on Disney Channel. And then they also got Doug. 
and they made like yeah. Disney's Doug, and Disney's Doug was weird. It really? was not. It was not the same for me. It I went to like ABC. It. Doug aired on ABC, didn't it? I want to say it was Disney Channel. Well, that's Disney. Oh, I mean, I want to say it was Disney right. Channel. Oh, it was Disney Channel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty know. sure it wasn't maybe it was, Disney. Maybe it was ABC, and it, they, it was just called Disney's Doug. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was ABC. 1996 to 1999. Huh. Disney's Doug on ABC. Huh. No. It was weird. I didn't like it. <laughs> no, I, I remember hating it immediately. Yeah. And that was before like he switched and then they did the movie right they did a movie yeah doug's <laughs> first movie which i actually oh, saw oh yeah what how was i don't think i ever saw it um i don't know i feel like i remember liking it but i i'm sure that i wouldn't if i saw it again hmm. i forgot about that yeah yeah uh, i don't know it was the shows were great but that was kind of weird yeah um <clears throat> Yeah, I didn't like the the Disney stuff. Um, yeah, it just shows how great Nickelodeon was that when it went to Disney, and they got a new voice uh, for, for Doug. I think that was also one of the big big drawbacks for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that rarely rarely works anyways. Going to a new network, so yep. No, yeah. oh, cool. Yeah, just ask Scrubs. <laughs> um, no, uh, let's talk about some game shows some more. Do you guys want to? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We haven't mentioned Figure It Out at all, which right. was an absolute summer staple for me. Summer I mean, that was, let's go to the pool, but make sure we're back in time for Figure It Out. Hey, Mike, would you say it was almost yeah. a summer Sanders staple? <laughs> <laughs> right? It's a fake laugh. I did Am a I fake right? laugh. Okay. <laughs> yes, it was. It was a summer Sanders staple. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved that show. Uh, uh, that I was too. Uh, um, Danny Tamborelli, of course, was on there, um, and they al- they always had like Nickelodeon regulars on the show. Yeah, yeah. What was what was the one girl's name? Um, Lori Beth Dinberg. There it is. Dinberg. She was on it all the time. Wow. Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Huh. No, is that who you were looking for? The the Mary Beth one or whatever. whatever yeah, 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 yeah. Lori Beth, I think. Lori Beth, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish I could remember the premise of the show. It was like, was it a question and answers game and they had like the slime come down? Well, you know? a kid would come on and the kid had yeah. a special talent that, that he would show off or she would show off at the end of the segment. That's right. And so their talent was on the board and they would have to guess... Uh, what the their thing was so they would say ask yes or no questions and if they said like certain passwords they got slimed and and then clues would come out and they would basically take turns taking guesses on what they would do uh and almost always without fail it would be incredibly obvious what their talent was <laughs> but the but the people would feel bad and they would blow it huh huh yeah, I wish I could remember the show more. I I, I just I think I just had a huge crush on Summer Sanders. Yeah, I remember the layout of it. I remember everything. I remember oh. how the camera would crane up during the credits at the end of it and go to yep. like the corner. Um, I can't picture yeah. that at all. Really? Do you remember the prizes? The prizes were like a Nintendo sixty four with a purple controller. Yeah. Wow. Ugh. It's a pretty sweet prize. Yeah. Yeah, Damn it was. Kids. <laughs> and I always think like, I remember what one. One girl, like her talent was she could roller skate or roller blade skate 
and do the splits and like go under a bar. She could like split down to six inches off the ground. Oh my God. Like her head was six <laughs> inches off the ground. Jeez. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> what would my talent be? Because I don't, you know. Yeah, I always I think of that too. If I could get on there, what would I do? Yeah. Hmm. I can watch TV like no one's business. Was <laughs> <laughs> well, Sim- the seen- alphabet or something like that? <laughs> Summer was like, wasn't she like an actual Olympic swimmer or something like that? That sounds yeah, right. She was, yeah. uh, an Olympic was she a gold medalist? I think she was a gold medalist. Something like that. That sounds that was right. her claim to fame or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her other claim to fame. Right. I was just going to say, yeah, uh, I figure it out was quite a claim to fame. Well, but I think that's how she like got the job. Right, right, right. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Did they ever do a new host with that or was it always her? Because I feel like it kind of toward the end of like at least my run of it, um, I feel like it was um, something that something that they recast at one point, with a guy. Maybe I'm confusing it with uh, uh, another game show on Nickelodeon, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No. Are you thinking of Guts? Probably. Yeah. Well, no, I think it was always Mike O'Malley and, and Myra. Mo- Moira. Do you remember Mike O'Malley? Let's go to, let's go to Mo for the leaderboard. Mo! Oh, yeah! yeah. Mo! Wow. A little bit. I don't remember the person, but I remember him saying that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Huh. Yeah. It's it yeah that it's weird, hmm. um, stirring up all these emotions and I know and all these feelings yeah Summer Sanders I feel like a kid again but yeah um moving on to other game shows on there can we let's um talk about uh Legends of the Hidden Temple yeah I sure forgot about it until you guys mentioned yeah it and I uh Mike how was your relationship with Legends of the Hidden Temple uh total adoration yeah. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. I Amanda's cousin uh and her husband dressed as blue barracudas one year for Halloween. <laughs> oh, and they awesome. and we we all went to a costume party and uh, Amanda and I dressed up. We we were a pretty good Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World and we ended up winning. Uh but I actually voted for the blue barracudas. I thought I thought they should have won. It was it yeah. was pretty awesome. Huh. That's awesome. Legend yep. of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Tiny's googling. I am um wow. but yeah it it was just such a such a unique show for like kids because you know you had like guts and 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 uh stuff like that that was kind of like this this um kid version of like well what is the show that ultimate gladiator or something like that but this was like they had like a whole lore and everything that they yeah. really expanded on or they they kind of Right, there was the Olmec. Yeah, yeah. And the Olmec told you the rules of the game. He was like yeah. the co-host with wow. the with Kirk Fogg. Yeah. Looking at the picture, there's so many memories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the kids in the different colored T-shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is great. I thought a lot of that was hard until they would get to, like, the temple run in the final round, mm-hmm. and they would always mess that up. Oh, I would shout at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you guys are idiots! Have you not watched the show? <laughs> um, That's hilarious. Yeah, I can't remember much about the, the layout of it, but I just remember the sets being, the whole set being really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um just in my kid mind, like, wow, this is amazing. They're like in another world, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I bet it's not. I bet if you went there, it's super small and oh, lame. I, I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, 
I think the was a lot of Nickelodeon filmed at Universal Studios. I, I feel like so. it was yeah, owned by. Universal. I think it all. I think it all was right. Yeah. Okay, because I remember going down to Florida once, like the last time I was in Florida, like I was ten or eleven, and we went to Universal Studios, and I think we got to see like some of the stages and stuff. And it was like, oh, that's cool. It, it like blew my mind. I was <laughs> like, oh, I watch it all the time. Oh my god, <laughs> that's awesome. Or the temple, or there's whatever, you know. <laughs> right. So, and yet you can't remember or figure it out. I can't. <laughs> can't figure it out. Was huge, man. That was huge. Oh yeah. A lot of these uh, game shows were on uh, Nick Games and Sports for a little while. Nick Games. Remember sports? that? No. Nick, was it a- Nick Gas. Nick Games and Sports was just another huh. channel later on that basically was all the game shows and sports shows and they like re-aired old shows and that's all it was they just re-aired the old game shows on this network sounds awesome yeah I remember that at all. yeah i remember it. it it sounds awesome because it's the nostalgia i yeah. wish there would be just like a nick nostalgia channel oh absolutely yeah and i'm surprised that they haven't if they haven't already um, i'm surprised they, they haven't did that little anymore. 90s nick yeah at night kind of deal not nick at night but right. it was like in the evening it was kind of a throwback nickelodeon thing they had like uh it was like fridays are all that huh is what it was called i think it was like every friday for like a month or something they had yes. like old 90s nickelodeon shows on um wow. i didn't see much of any of it but i mean they could make a killing off of just just putting all their stuff on on one ne- network or like i said netflix guys yeah but yeah really um but then it eventually grew to a point where they had different channels for so many different like channels and options and stuff. It kind of got a little oversaturated. Um, hmm. Yeah. 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 I had an anecdote about Mystery Files of Shelby Woo. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so the Mystery Files of Shelby Woo, that was... She was like, what was the premise of that? She was like a kid who... Kind of a kid detective kind of thing, was it? That? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So in like I think it was like like junior high, like seventh grade, um, we had to write like something. We had to write like a little like we had writing prompts or something, and we like wrote some some stories or something. We were supposed to make like a cover page, and like I made I like my cover page was like the mystery files of, and then I put Shelby Woo, but then I crossed it out and I put Matt Hurt. <laughs> Kind of as like you know that was the extent of my artisticness. <laughs> um, my uh, yeah, I don't know my my artistic prowess. Yeah. Um, and then I remember like showing it to a friend like you get it, and then they're like, why didn't you just write Matt Hurt first? <laughs> <laughs> Probably got trolled by a kid. Yeah. That's uh, funny. Yeah. So that was my anecdote for that. I like the show. I thought. I think. I remember. I um, don't nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah, I vaguely remember that one. Yeah. It was a show. <laughs> it was a show. Too. Yeah. I got I have to ask you guys to pick a favorite though. Give me one favorite. Favorite show? The, or what's the one you think you watch the most? All that. All um, that. Um yeah. It's between Doug and Rugrats. I would go with Rugrats. Hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like I got to say Rugrats too. As much as I want to say Salute Your Shorts, just because uh, Zeke the Plumber stuck with me so long oh, and I yeah. sought that show. I, I think it's because there's a smaller sampling of Salute Your Shorts mm-hmm. that I just, 
I, I, I cling on to though that little bit. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with regrets. As nice. Well. Hmm. So these were all yep. like a lot. These are the ones we listed were like their primetime kind of shows. <sighs> Didn't they have different stuff on during the day for like young, like uh, three and four year old demographic? Like I think, so. yeah, Eureka's Castle. Yeah, uh, Little Bear was on Nickelodeon or Nick wow. Junior. Was Jr. what that was. Gullah Gullah Island. Gullah Gullah. Oh, I loved Gullah Gullah yeah. Island. I used to watch that when I was like sick, home from school. Yeah. I, or in the summers. It was on in the summers. The summer, yeah. 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 I remember there was something about that. Did someone work on that show? I want to say that, like, did Chris Hardwork work on that show at some point? No idea. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, those kind of remember. I kind of have vague memories of those as well. Yeah. 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 They're, uh,. Oh man, that's so funny! Castle. Blues Clues, yeah. Gullah Gullah Island, such a good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we are running over a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I guess that about covers it. Well, maybe we'll revisit it sometime in the future with the Nickelodeon movies episode, please. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll see. So. All right, well, right, let's move so. it along to Potpourri. Yeah, let's do some Potpourri. Everything Noob. It's an everything gaming news podcast with your host, Dreadlow. This is just a gag episode, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> everything makes you gag. Jemmy. They're looking towards the future. What? <laughs> I'm is not sure be... what future, but the future. And our master of ceremonies, Vortac. To me, Skyrim always sounded like a mild high club type activity. Get weekly gaming news with a live recording every Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. Or enjoy the high-quality audio-only version available Tuesday mornings from iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting directory. To find out more, check www.everythingnoob.com. It's in double O-B. Happy gaming from the noobs. All right, well, moving on to potpourri. Everybody knows potpourri. We can talk about anything we want, something we're looking forward to, or something we recently saw as long as it smells good. So what are you guys into? Uh, let's see. I watched RoboCop, the latest one. Um, oh, I loved it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think I feel like I potpourried that a while ago when it came out. Did I not? Maybe Probably. Did. I can't remember. Hey. I yeah. think you briefly discussed it, but not yeah. not extensively. Um, but I um, I had fun with it too. I thought it missed several of the marks that it tried to hit. Um, yeah. Joel Kinnaman was a little flat for me. Hmm. I don't think he was. He he was as. Murphy, he was, but when he was in RoboCop, he was awesome. Yes, yes, very true. Um, I don't know. I just, I wanted a little more from his character. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Jackie Earl Haley. I didn't even know he was in that. Oh man, he's like he's like the token like badass gung ho adrenaline rush military kind of guy. Yeah, could have easily was... been over the top. And, oh yeah. And- mishandled and yeah and so out of character for him like huh you know he's usually a, a weird villain and he see he doesn't which, seem like that type like he doesn't i mean that build doesn't really no not at all but he absolutely that. nailed it huh um, yeah, for sure i was i was wow. i wish there was more of him um right but he, he was great um i just i thought the plot got a little a little bogged down um mm. it was just a little busy it was kind of bloated um but i liked uh his it's it's like uh his wife and kid were almost like ancillary to this like they were integral to the plot mm-hmm. but we just didn't get we got so little development between them 
Um, and then Samuel L. Jackson's character was almost pointless. Uh, yeah. Like okay. his whole, that whole storyline yeah, kind of bothered me. But the action was top notch. Nice. Um, and it was, it was a, a really clever reboot for the, for the, uh, for the franchise. Uh, fun fact, never seen the original. I was just going to ask that. Have, Mike, have it? you seen the original? Yeah, I used to love it. It was a big part of my childhood. Okay. It's, yeah. I remember this, the original was, it's super violent, right? Yeah, oh yeah. And so <laughs> this one's PG-13. Yeah. Huh. And so that's why I, I never saw it because it came out during a time where I couldn't see rated R movies. So. Yeah. I remember seeing pieces of it like the beginning, like at a friend's house or something, and then being like, what is this or something? But I, I never, I don't think I ever watched it from beginning to end. Yeah. yeah. The the thing about the new one is um, they really, really shot for the fences with a lot of things. I mean, they went really, really high concept on a lot of things. And when they didn't miss the mark all the time, I still, the the ideas they had were so great that I have to give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, totally. Like I, I loved where they were going, and uh, and I do remember talking about it in potpourri. Um, the scene where they reveal how much physically is actually left of him oh was God. awesome. So terrifying. Yeah, I almost I like I wanted to throw up. Yes. Yeah, I was really impressed with that. I'm kind of nervous to see it now. It's, it's oh, it's awesome. It was a an incredible choice, really good choice. Nice and, and yeah. well done. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see that one again. Yeah, yeah. and they definitely set up. No spoiler alert! They definitely set up a sequel. Um, uh, yeah, I hope it works. I mean, I hope I hope they yeah. it, it turns into like a a Dark Knight situation where like the hmm. se- sequel's even better and they really take off with the franchise. How yeah. does it? Because in in the trailer, maybe I'm just harping on this one line, but there's like a line where they say something about is it coming black or something, and it feels <laughs> like a little bit of a Dark Knight thing. And does it does it try to make that like match that kind of tone? I don't know about it's the that. movie. Does it try to yeah. match Dark Knight? No, 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 no. The movie okay. does not. No, not okay. at all. But that line may have been like a reference. A reference. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Anyways, um, yeah. Does he say that? Does he say? Does it come in black? No, he says I maybe. want it. Maybe that's it. I think he says I want it in black or something. Like yeah, that. and maybe I'm just maybe it's just a huge reach on my part. But yeah, I think yeah. It's, yeah, it it might have played that way in the trailer, but I I didn't sense it at all. It's mm-hmm. interesting that you say that because the lines read by Michael Keaton, who was Batman, right? Yeah, um, which I, I like Michael Keaton in a lot too. Yeah, yeah, me too. I like yeah. Michael Keaton a lot. He's great. I'm glad he's having um, a bit of a resurgence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was in Post Grad, just really great movie. A Keat surgeons. God damn it. Um, <laughs> No, he was in the movie Post Grad, and that movie is just absolutely horrible. Yeah, we remember. But he is wow. the high point of it. Nice. Um, huh. Like, there's Weird. a scene, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast. I'm sorry for the tangent, but there's a scene in Post Grad where he, they accidentally run over the neighbor's cat or something like that. So, like in the in the daughter Alexis Bledel, she's the main character. She like has a crush on the on the neighbor or something like that. So they go to tell him, and Michael Keaton's this kind of awkward, kind of quirky, kind of dad in the movie. And they go and they they go to knock on the knock on the door, and Michael Keaton knocks first, and he does this he does this little number. He goes, uh. <laughs> and it's so awkward and weird, but it, it oh, just man. it was so goofy. I loved it. That's funny. That is weird. Anyways. Hmm. Well, I uh, f- feel like I was meant to mention this on the podcast from last week because I alluded to it at the beginning, but I never did. Uh, my wife and I got into Freaks and Geeks. Finally. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. This, yeah. this was your first time watching it? 
This is my first time. You wow. tried to get me to watch it uh, our freshman year of college. I did. Uh, man, if there was a nickel for every time we've said that on the podcast. I know, right? Uh, but I did get so, to watch Undeclared. So, so. I watched Undeclared, mm-hmm. and then and then uh, you said we should watch Freaks and Geeks. And it yeah. just it did not have the same tone. Right. Like I was expecting something exactly like it in, in just in an hour-long format, and it wasn't at all. So mm-hmm. uh, something about it just didn't speak to me back then. But watching it now nine years later something like that uh and then 14 years after it went off the air um it's fantastic man do we love it yeah Yeah. it's so great um i have to recommend to you paul feig who uh is the showrunner of that yeah um a lot of it's based on his childhood and he has at least two books that i've read that is basically um a collection of essays or stories (laughs) that are just so so funny they are i read one of them yeah it's uh, i can't remember the titles but it's like one is like an adventures in adolescence or something like that but my god and there's some stuff that was was that he used in freaks and geeks like the whole uh running around naked thing i think was was based on his life but yeah i mean man it's just going back to to the nickelodeon discussion if you were an awkward kid that those books are for you mm-hmm. because it's so like <laughs> like there was a thing where in high school he um he was asked to do the announcements for the football game yeah and so he goes in thinking that he's going to be like like an announcer like really animated and all that and then he does and he I think they ended up throwing him out of the <laughs> out of the booth yeah I think it, I think it was <laughs> you know what in high school Huh? I swear to you, Dustin and I did that in high school. Really? <laughs> they asked us to be the announcers, and I'm thinking color commentary. Yeah. Right? And the whole thing. And I, I'm thinking like play-by-play. And so we're telling jokes in the booth, You know, again, across the whole football field. We're telling jokes. We're doing color commentary. We're making up like fake background information about these players. <laughs> no way. Yeah. And uh, so a couple of the teachers came up and they're like, just just take it down a little bit, guys. That's, <laughs> we we kind of just wanted you to call the play. So a football player, uh, I think we did the JV game, a football player from the varsity came up and was like, okay, say this. Aww. And number Aww. three, hands off the ball to number one. Uh, weak. Six-yard gain. Weak. Ugh. Yeah, it was weak. Aww. So anyway, freaks and geeks. So yeah. <clears throat> Um, I love it. I never really liked Linda Cardellini all that much until this show. I, really? I guess I never really had a reason to like her, but I think okay. she's fantastic. Uh, weirdly enough, I'll tell you what, that John Francis Daly, her brother Sam, is is the star of the show. I, I mean, he just shines. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's amazing. He, he plays an awkward young geek better than the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think um, – that the kid who plays Bill Martin Starr is overdoing it a little bit, and, I, little and bit. Sam Levine, I think he's too dorky to be funny. Yep. Yeah. Um, but man, that the Sam is perfect. He he is exactly what you want a character in the mm-hmm. geek category to be. He's he's fantastic, and I also love that the show could easily go for a for a brother sister rivalry type thing, and it doesn't. I I love that they genuinely appreciate and love each other for at least the first two episodes, and then mm-hmm. they give us a reason to see why that relationship might break down. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's really? cool. We've only we've only watched maybe four or five episodes, so I'm excited to see where it goes. But I'm also anticipating anticipating bringing. Sorry, I'm also anticipating being uh, entirely disappointed by where it stops because mm. I 
I would like to see the development of that. I mean, because that's what the show is about. You might say that it's about Lindsay and and who she's becoming, but I really think it's about the relationship of of Lindsay and Sam and how uh, being in their respective groups kind of shapes who they are and shapes their relationship. Um, And as we've seen, like by episode four, it's already deteriorating from where it used to be. Um, But I, I would like to see where it goes from there. It's a shame it got canceled. Yeah. How far are you in it? Like five episodes. Okay. Have you seen uh, Kim Kelly is my friend? Mm, what happens yeah. in the episode? Uh, Classic Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, uh, uh, Lindsay becomes friends with, is it Kim Kelly? Busy Kim Phillips? Kelly, Busy Phillips. Oh, yeah, Busy Phillips. Yes. Okay. Yes, I have seen that That episode movie. I remember was pretty dark. Yes, it um, is. It's very dark. Yeah. They go to her house, right? They go to Kim's house. A lot of the show's dark. For dinner. Yeah, yeah it is a, a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but that's also one of the biggest. That's when. Um, oh, man. Is that the. That's the Halloween episode. Is it? No, it's not. No, it's, no, not. it's not. No, the Halloween, Halloween episode is where she goes with her friends and then eggs, the eggs Sam. Like, man, every time I see that, I just get. It's like I cringe so hard. Like, that's. I feel so bad for him. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the show has so many themes to connect to. It's just it can't miss. Like so many people can watch it and connect to different themes. It's mm-hmm. they worked they worked several themes into the show brilliantly. Uh, it's really yeah. really good show. It's silly to ask because who knows? But why do you, why did it get canceled? Do you guys have any ideas? <sighs> Fox just sucks at promoting stuff. I think that or at least that was a time when Fox was really terrible at promoting stuff. Um, I think that's it, or marketing things, I guess. Um, and I think it, it had a pretty specific premise. I think the fact that it took place in the eighties made it very. Did you say uh, it didn't? It air on NBC. I think it was I, on NBC. I think it was on NBC. Was it really? I think so. Yeah. I thought it was Fox. No, Fox was. I think un, was undeclared on Fox. I think undeclared was Fox. Okay. I think yeah. Wow, my bad. Anyways, yeah. network NBC, TV. NBC wasn't very good at marketing things. <laughs> no, but I, you, they weren't. I, yeah, they weren't. They, you're they, right. If it wasn't Friends, if it didn't air on Thursday, yeah, network TV. You're right. Is, is networks have gotten horrible at marketing mm. their shows to, to the proper audiences, and uh, it's just I think it's just been a victim of that. And also, like I said, it's I think it has a very specific premise. It ended up having several themes that I think a huge audience could connect to, but people didn't realize that because. It was so specific, uh, at least, you know, just looking at it from the outside. So maybe that's it. I don't know, really. Huh. Yeah. It's, it's, anyway. It's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Matt, what are you into? Uh, well, I just recently watched uh, the first episode of Arrow. Um, oh, Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly. Yeah, I'm not going to make that joke. Anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I wasn't really sure what to expect because it's a CW show. And I mean, I'm kind of in this weird funk where, like, I'm constantly asking, uh, like, Mike, I'm asking you for recommendations. And, and um, also, like, some other friends, I'm asking them for recommendations about comics. Yeah. Because I'm kind of just in this funk where I'm like, I kind of want to read something that's, you know, maybe I can review it on Obsessive Book Nerd, but it won't take me a long time because I'm a pretty slow reader. But um, it's like... I I wanted to check out Arrow because the trailer for The Flash is looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Um kind of just like the special effects looked really cool like they had an extended trailer and everything. So I was like 
You know what? I am going to check that out because, like, at PopCon, if you listen to our attendees' uh, interviews episode, everyone said Arrow was their favorite show. So many people, yeah. Yeah. So I'm surprised. like, yo, totally. So I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot finally. So I watched the first episode, and it's it's really good. It's um, it's the CW, so it's a little hokey. It's a little soap opera mm-hmm. thrown in there a little bit, but... I mean, just some of the action and some of the drama of of the story is really, really pretty good. I'm I'm looking forward to see where it goes. And from everyone that I've heard, it's they've they've said that it's not. It just gets better. Right. Um, so I keep I keep hearing that as well. That it just gets the second season was really good. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. So cool. So yeah, that's pretty much all that I'm into. I guess. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, does that about do it? I'll yeah. do it. Everyone, wow. Well, this was a good episode, guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, so thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, as always, thank you uh, to Star Tissue for providing our awesome opening theme music. You can find them at, uh, you can find more of their music at soundcloud.com slash star tissue. Uh, also make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and vote for us for podcast of the month on podcastland.com. Uh, Please, please like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer and follow each of us on Twitter. You can find me, Matt, at obsessiveviewer, Tiny is at obsessivetiny, and Mike is at I am Mike White. Uh, you can also check out the blog at obsessiveviewer.com where we're posting a lot of fun stuff. Um, I'm, I'm working on getting started on this little project that I have where I have reviews of movies that I wrote 10 years ago. Um, and I'm revisiting them and I'm going to write a new review of them and see how they compare to me a decade ago. Um, you can find those at obsessiveviewer.com. Uh, also check out obsessivebooknerd.com where we write, uh, book reviews and provide commentary on the evolving world of reading. Also check out the secular perspective, which is tiny side project podcast at thesecularperspective.com. Uh, it's, uh, all about uh, the healthy dis- debate and discussion about religion and secularism in the world today and how they intertwine with one another. Um, finally, if you have any thoughts on the podcast or su- suggestions for future topics, you can email us individually at uh, matt at obsessiveviewer.com, tiny at obsessiveviewer.com, and mike at obsessiveviewer.com. I think that about does it. Um, yeah, till next week, guys. Yep, thanks, guys. Yep. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. Mike. And we're back, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was that you or me or what was that? I think it was you. The Skype just disconnected a little oh, bit. Shit. That was Sorry. like the perfect timing. It really was. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs>